0: Hello, everyone. COVID 19 continues its march, and we are a month away from a divisive presidential election. But Westcon still has bingo night and the coffee house. I'm Paul Steinmetz with Pete Puccio, and this is at WCSU, the podcast that will keep going even after the year 2020 shuts down everything else. Pete, we are here to help the world's humans not only survive, but thrive. Are you up for it? Oh, yeah, we're unstoppable. Yeah. Even after the ants are eating everybody's bodies and everything, we'll be oh my here. God, I hope not. <laughs> In the basement of Whitehall—that's our uh, where we'll be held up. That's true. If anywhere can survive
1: the apocalypse, it's the basement of this building.
0: I think so. There's a candy <laughs> machine there. This was a fallout shelter, wasn't it? Oh, you know I, what? I think it was. I don't know. I think it was. So we'll be okay. Get a can of Raid. There you go. Us and the cockroaches. (laughs) So today we have... uh, So today, speaking of uh, the coffee house... (laughs) I thought you were going to say cockroaches. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Dean Kramer. (laughs) Yeah, don't talk about Walter Kramer that way. (laughs) He's the guy who runs the coffee house and gets all the musical guests to show up. And... Uh, so he's on our podcast today to talk about the arrangements he's made to keep the coffee house going and provide entertainment every Thursday night right on the Midtown campus. And he's very enthousi- about, enthusiastic about it and uh, will tell us how it's going to continue all throughout. I don't know how long it's going to go on because it's outside and winter's coming, but we'll find that out
1: right now. And in classic uh, 2020 fashion, he's joining us from Vermont,
0: correct? (laughs) That's true. (laughs) He's up there isolating himself in Vermont. There you go. And I'm from my home, so you might hear my dog whining in the background. (laughs) But Pete, I think you're in the basement, right? I am. Yep. You're doing the work of all three of us. I haven't
1: left this basement in a long time, Paul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is that is scary right there. <laughs>
1: yes, it is. It's my own personal 2020 right here.
0: It just can't get better, it does it, can <sighs> it? Nope. All right. Uh, Let's we'll see if we so can get them. We'll go to Dean Kramer, right? Yeah. Well, Dr. Walter Kramer, thanks for joining us on the podcast. I believe, and you can confirm this if you would, that you are the only dean at WestCon who both played Division One football and taught English theater.
2: How in the heck did you know that? <laughs> uh, I guess that's true. I, I never made it into a game, but yes, I did. I, I was a place kicker at Pitt. <laughs> How
0: did you know that? I'm a good listener.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: And your interest in uh, the arts has carried over here at uh, WestCon, where you created the Coffee House, and you continue to nurse it along, even during COVID-19. Isn't that right?
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we did. And... um, but I want to, I want to say that it, it really the idea came out of uh, the students uh, when I when I arrived in um, in the spring of 2005. You know I I asked, spent a lot of time listening, talking to students and listening. And one of the things I heard was there was nothing to do uh, on weekends. Of course, a lot of a lot of students at a lot of schools say that. So that wasn't particularly new. But w- what I realized was that we have not only do we have a lot of talented students in the music school, uh, music school, music department, and theater department, um, but a lot of our students who aren't majoring in music and or theater were very talented, too. And I was seeing that in some of the, you know, just kind of little programs around campus. So it, it really was that that inspired it. And, um, and you know, the idea that we would have something on, on the... Uh, uh, on the weekends, because in those days, probably still, you know, weekends started on Thursday. So, um, yeah, yeah. And uh, it seems to be going well. Um, we've just did our third COVID-19 coffeehouse under the tent on Science Building Lawn, which is actually, it's really quite lovely. Um, um, the weather's been cooperating and uh, the first week we had 45, and there were around 55 students last night um, out there. And, uh, yeah. We, That's we, great. It seems to fill the void, yeah. So. Uh,
0: and how long do you think this is going to go on? Is it uh, Since it's outside, it's a little uh, harder to do in the winter, isn't that right?
2: <laughs> well, we've made a commitment to have the tent through um, – um to Thanksgiving break. Um Mm -hmm. I just I just booked um uh Ma uh, Bahama Mama and the Painkillers which is a group of of four WCSU grads um and the leader of which is uh Rachel Miriam who's a terrific young jazz guitarist and has uh, Actually, she's played Coffee House, uh, and also I think she's played the Best on Jazz Club two or three times. So here's this really wonderful jazz guitarist who leads this uh, I, I call it kind of the Jimmy Buffett style. She would probably die if she heard me say that. But um, group, and so I, I she just you know we booked her uh, two nights ago, and I sent her a note and I said. Rachel, you know, of course, you still have to wear your uh, outfits and you're just going to have to wear long underwear under your Hawaiian shirts and your shorts um, because they're on November 12th. And uh, she said, no problem. Um, (laughs) So people will have to layer up. We did we did uh, get two of those heaters you see at restaurants. I'm not sure how much they'll help. Um, But I think, you know, college students are resilient. They'll They'll figure out a way to layer and, uh, you know, cuddle up in pods. We we allow students to either sit individually or if they have a, you know, a pod from the residence hall, something like that, they can sit together and cuddle up under a blanket and mm-hmm. keep warm.
0: So I just want to circle back to something you said. Uh, you asked or you talked to the performer about her underwear when you booked her for this gig?
2: <laughs> no, no, Don't you dare quote me that Long underwear long Oh, underwear.
0: long underwear
2: okay. <laughs> Oh, good, that'll get me in trouble, Paul Thank you
0: <laughs> The dean and I work together very closely On a lot of projects
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> Not that closely
0: Yeah, no, not underwear closely <laughs> He reserves that for the uh, singing groups
2: there you go
0: so the uh coffee house which is also one of your creations is not going on right now because of uh, the covid right
2: oh you mean best on jazz club
0: clock jazz club sorry
2: yeah no that's okay uh i'm hoping to do one um i have a group uh, ready to go um it's just finding you know the right time um we are at this point, um, initially it was a little questionable whether or not we could have off-campus performers come on. And, you know, working with our COVID-19 group, um, it, it was decided that we could. And so um, last night's performer was Megan Lyon and, and Uh Megan's a, a recent alum, played the Coffeehouse many times um, uh, when she was an undergrad. She's a terrific performer. And so it was okay for her and and Ben to come on, and then our first one three weeks ago was uh, um, oh god, I just drew, drew a blank. Uh, Pack Program Activities Council had booked in. Oh my gosh, that's terrible! I cannot remember her name, but um,
0: somebody really her. good.
2: Yeah, yeah, because PAC Pack has. Um, you know, has the resources, and you know, through their connections um, with the some national organizations, they, they they can you know go out to these conferences and and find you know just great talent, mm-hmm. and in fact, have over the years um, done that. Um, so, uh, anyhow, long story short, is we it was fine, and so then I checked in just last week and. Uh, I was told that we could invite in uh, outsiders as an audience because with the Best Art Jazz Club, quite frankly, um, almost half of the audience um, are alumni and parents of performers and, and, you know, a few of our Danbury um, residents. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's not a it's not the primary focus of, of the Best Art Jazz Club or Coffee House. Uh, to serve the Danbury community, but we, they are open. Both are open and both attract, um, you know, the Jazz probably 40 to 50 percent is outsiders, alumni um, and regular residents. And mm-hmm. Coffee House, we probably get between five and eight non-WCSU students every week. Um, hmm. yeah.
0: Another way the university serves the community
2: yeah I, I think I think that's a big uh, that's a big piece of what uh, as you know Paul you and I talk about a lot um, again the coffee house in particular is mostly for students Jazz club is mostly for students but uh, it is a it's an important piece for how you know how we build that a, a strong town-gown relationship with
0: mm-hmm. yeah we're knocking down the ivory walls
2: yeah, yeah. We actually did one of the jazz clubs out at the, the uh, train museum, railway museum, last October, almost about this time, and um, it was terrific. I think we had we had just under a hundred people there, and um, it was it was incredible, and and people loved the fact that we were out in the community, um, and one of the one of the nice things about this is uh, coffeehouse in particular. Um, Many of these performers over the years, you know, as as we've gotten to know them, then we can refer when somebody from the community calls us and says, do you have any students who can perform? We've got a we've got a great list. Same way with Jazz Club. Mm-hmm. Um, several of the, the groups that have played at Jazz Club have ended up going out and played on the green. Um, they've played at. Um, uh, well, they've played at one of the Yeah, fundraisers, the library, uh, some of the openings at the library. Uh, They played at a couple merchant mixers. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, it's all been good. But we're going to try to do one. We're going to try to do one jazz pub this fall.
0: Okay. And that's all part of, as you were mentioning, uh, helping students find things to do on campus, keeping them on campus, engaging them as part of the college experience, right? That's a big part of your job.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I was just, you know, I went back and read through um, the coffee coffeehouse uh, web pages, because I hadn't really looked at it for a while. And I, I was noticing that uh, 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 we have to update this a little bit, because um, we said lately, a number of table games have been added. We actually added table games about the I don't know, Third or fourth year, um, and um, when we have them out, we haven't. We don't put them out all the time. When we have them out, we, you know, the students. It, it's another way to engage too. In fact, for a couple of years, we actually did just table games, um, um, and uh, the students loved it. And it, my point is that uh, not only is it something for students to do, but it's a way for students to interact and meet new people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, I mean, a lot of students come together as groups, but we also have, you know, individuals come and, and and you have to sit down at the table with somebody else much of the time because there aren't that many tables. Right. Um, so it's a, it's a, it's a way for students who wouldn't naturally have a, a place to meet people, um, you know, can do so. So.
0: That's good. Do you drag the shy ones out of their dorm rooms and make them go there or do you just uh, advertise?
2: (laughs) Well, uh, we, we have, we have good support of the RAs in the residence halls. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't say that I've ever seen them dragging students, but I, I think it is, you know, um, it is a way for RAs, um, in the residence halls to say to students, you know, and, and, and you know, because they're always part of their training is to, to be aware of who might be struggling making connections. And it is a way to say to them, you know, um, hey, I'm going down to the coffeehouse tonight. Um, and one of the reasons we we do it every Thursday night is because, you know, we advertise, but people know. And, and we find that sometimes students just will say, oh, gosh, I forgot about coffee houses You know, they'll walk in late and I'll say, hey, good to see you. And they'll apologize because they're late. And I said, well, that's fine. But, but, you know, it's there every Thursday night. And so an RA can simply say if they see a group of students or an individual student hanging out um, or, you know, playing video games in a room or something, um, you know, the coffee house is there. I'm going down. You want to go? And, and so it allows that kind of opportunity. Uh, I hope they're not dragging students, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, they probably aren't.
0: You're right yeah yeah that's good and uh, so even during this crazy semester with COVID-19 there's plenty of ways to engage on campus even when we're um, most a lot of our classes are online only uh, there's still students in the residence halls and students coming commuting to campus and for classes and using a library and things, so uh, it's worth it to stick around and hang out with your friends or make new friends, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and and um, you know what I found is um, I, I can't swear because I don't I don't quiz the students when they come, but you know I sit on the back um, uh, back by the entrance, and and quite a few alumni have come back to campus. Um, and uh, so I know that that's happening too. Um, um, and, uh, you know, I, I can't tell you how many commuters are coming back. Uh, I recognize some, but uh, it, it certainly, you know, hopefully is and will be something that will, you know, draw the students. Uh, the other piece of it is um, on the strength of the coffee house, I really worked hard to get this tent, and my colleagues who do other events Um, um, and some of the student groups like uh, program activities council um, were very supportive of of getting the tent and um, I don't manage it now it's under events the events uh, office Mm -hmm. but my understanding is that quite a number of groups are doing programs under the tent I know rec rec is with Amy Shanks Um, I know PAC is doing some um, so um, the tent itself has has kind of become a focal point, which is which is which is great, you know. Uh, the, the 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 big thing that, that really was a shock to me is, I thought, well, Colonial Corner probably won't hold that many with six foot distance. I thought well, maybe we'll do um, like uh, Ice Concert Hall, but even though Ice Concert Hall seats seven hundred, we could only put twenty five in there, and that includes. Um, the performers and the crew. Mm-hmm. So if we had a, quart- a quartet in, and three uh, tech crew and my two students and myself, you know, I think we'd have room for um, fifteen <laughs> in the audience. Yeah. So, so uh, unfortunately, we yeah, being outdoors is the I mean, way to go.
0: So maybe the tent will become a permanent fixture there on the lawn, even after COVID-19 has faded, and we'll call it Kramer Tent or Kramer Corner.
2: Yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't think we'll do that. But uh, having a tent outside, um, uh, I think, when we're past COVID, uh, there is some benefit to it, for sure, uh, in terms of visibility. And, you know, it, it's just like the every Thursday night, you know, this coffee house, um, you know, if you don't know what's going on, stop by the tent and mm-hmm. um, we'll see. I, I mean, I think we are learning a lot um, with the COVID, how we're managing COVID. And I mean, some of the, uh, you know, the remote things that we're doing, I, I would hope that we could, you know, take some of these things and have an unexpected positive uh, or, or two or three out of it, so I don't know. Um, if somebody wants to donate a ten to us, that would be great. Uh, they are a little expensive, but um, yeah, I, I think it, it, if you haven't seen it, um, anybody listening to the podcast, come out and look at it. It's, it's kind of magical because uh, we've got these little lights underneath uh, on the you know inside the canopy, and um, it, it just everybody's commented on how how you know lovely it is. Um, You know, if it pours pours rain, that's not going to work very well. Even even though you know the tent uh, would theoretically keep the rain out, but you can only get fifteen under the tent. (laughs) So the balance of everybody would get soaked out outside the tent. Uh,
0: We'll see. Kids like that, though. It's a new experience.
2: Yeah. Well, in the warmer nights, they probably would. I'm I'm not sure about (laughs) November. Um, or maybe it would snow and not rain. Uh, hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Um, when we, so, you know, we did it. We didn't know who would show up. So
0: yeah. So Pete, the new mission of uh, at WCSU should be to raise money for the new tent, Kramer's Corner. A permanent Uh, fixture. Breaking news, Paul,
1: we've already reached our fundraising goal. So, congratulations.
0: (laughs) You guys are going
2: to get me in trouble. We are so good here. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right behind
0: Uh, you a few yards.
2: Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Excuse me, I I don't have COVID. (laughs) (coughs) Cracked me up there. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> all
0: right, Dean Kramer, I really appreciate you coming on and illuminating this for us. Uh, we're going to make the next coffeehouse, I think. We can bring our microphones
2: oh, out there. So so next week is uh, All Night Open, Mike. And then the following week is uh, Toure Richardson, who's a real—he's been a real popular—he's a recent grad and a very popular coffeehouse performer. We've had, over the years— uh, I don't know, maybe about a dozen. So we've been doing it 16 years times 32. What are what are the numbers there? Figure that out real fast, Pete. Pete. So out of all those uh, no, performers, 500. Um, we've had about a dozen who uh, students who we've asked to be feature acts because they're they're really excellent. And Torre has every time he's performed uh, just blown the roof off that place. So. Mm. Uh, if anybody's um you know listening to the podcast before what is that that's october 8, 15, um, yeah. the 15th Is today? i think it's i think it's the 15th i don't have the list it's the of 15th yeah. Anyhow, well i mean
0: that's two weeks yeah. from now
2: yeah Good. go to the coffee house uh and see the schedule but yeah it, it there's some really wonderful performers including the bahama mamas and the painkillers <laughs>
0: Yeah, and what <laughs> underwear is What's she wearing name? again?
2: <laughs> Those red flannels, you know. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll buy them all pair. That that would be funny. We'll see. We'll see. So, um, oh, I should tell you. Do, do you have time for one yes. story? Yes. So, I mean, we do. We do. Um, uh, we do fewer uh, regional artists anymore. Just for lots of different reasons, but we have had some really outstanding regional and a couple of national Casey Weston, who was on the voice came mm-hmm. in, Danny Elliott, who's been backed up with some of the major, um, you know, pop singers um, around the country, uh, Kristen Graves, who did a lot of uh, work with Pete Seeger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's not, it's not a huge, list. probably, you know, 10 or, or so Natalie Gelman, who opened for uh, John Bon Jovi at the Staples center, uh, about two years ago. Hmm. Um, but, but the one, the one that I think is the greatest one is, um, uh, is Luke. Um, and, uh, uh, Luke is a small group that came out of, uh, I can't remember what town. Um, uh, uh, we, we set up for this one we're still in, in Alumni Hall, um, and this was one that uh, PAC co-sponsored. And about a half hour, 45 minutes before we went up, uh, there were about 15 young uh, women who showed up and uh, were just chatty and excited. And we figured out these weren't, you know, WCSU students. Nobody mm-hmm. recognized them at all. And turns out that um, Paul Dano, the actor Paul Dano, mm-hmm. um, was a member of this band, and he had—I think—he had just made um, the film. Oh God, I've just forgotten the name of it. Where um, he's the—he's the brother, and uh, the the family's traveling uh, in a minivan. Uh, I just drew a blank on that. Anyhow, oh, it sunshine, was, it was something
1: great sunshine. Fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit oh, sunshine.
2: No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little miss sunshine. So, um, and of course now he's going on to, you know, he's a, a big time Hollywood star now. But I, I was just looking at a picture of him as I was scanning through here with uh, with the pack guys, and um, you know, when he was 21, he looked like he was 12, I think. Um, but mm-hmm. um, these, we had a real. It was just like a real big-time concert there in Alumni Hall because of all these screaming um, fans that came out of the woodwork in Connecticut um, because Paul was in that group, and they were actually an excellent group. So, I guess my point is, you never know who you're going to run into because we are lucky yeah. enough that we get some of these um, performers like you know Mook, uh, Casey Weston. and Natalie Gellman is always outstanding. So. Um, I just would encourage people to take a look at the website and, and see who, who might be coming.
0: Yeah, and plus you get to meet often uh, Dr. Dean Kramer, the Dean of Students here at Western Connecticut State University.
2: Yeah, that could set you back, couldn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll scream it's, when uh, I see you.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so anyhow, just I just thought I'd mention that. Um, because it is a, it's another a- aspect to. Um, oh, and you know who else? Laura Herscovitz. I forgot about Laura, who was, um, uh, you know, uh, got a uh, uh, guest shot on Perry Home Companion. If you remember that, and uh-huh. was the, Connecticut State Troubadour. So uh, I mean, it's it, the open mic's terrific. We have excellent talent. Um, the feature acts uh, who are from our own. Uh, family like uh, Emily, uh, uh, Emily, uh, Megan Lyon, like Ture, et etc., and then occasionally we get these incredible regional and sometimes national performers. So, lots of opportunities,
0: and it's all because of you.
2: Well, it's, I started it maybe, but it's it's a lot of support from the community. You know, um, it's very humble. My, uh, well, it's it's true. Walter Bernstein, you know, I think thought I was a little nuts when I first proposed it, but supported it, and Keith Betts his has been very very supportive as well.
0: Um, Those are both uh,
2: uh,
0: former and current uh, vice presidents of student affairs.
2: That's right. I was also looking at the at the web page. Um, I don't know if you know this, Paul, but uh, President Schwader, when he when we started, it was president, and he actually stopped in regularly. Um, uh, a couple times he walked in and we had some student comedians who weren't very funny. Um, and we've <laughs> been standing in the back and I keep thinking, Oh my God, what's he going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and he was, you know, he, he never, he never said we can't use four letter words or anything like that. And some of the students will walk up to me and say, can we say that? And I said, it's a college campus, you know? Um, and then he he was actually the MC for the faculty. Um, we did a faculty night um, once a year for about five or six years, and some very talented faculty members. And and I kept thinking he was going to bow out, you know, eventually, because mm-hmm. you know he couldn't possibly want to do any. He just kept doing. It. So, it we've had some interesting interesting things over the years. I, I might want to get back to a faculty coffee house again because it was it was great fun i'd forgotten until i i started looking through these pages again um charlotte shaw came and uh accordion and washboard band um <laughs> jeff Schlick was reading poetry uh bill picanis um and danny Mustin. um the bill picanis is an incredible guitarist
0: mm-hmm. and
2: um so it, uh, I, I'm thinking we might. And want wife to of another. the husband
0: of the provost too.
2: Yeah, yeah. Actually, a little
0: plug there. I need to get multi-frame.
2: her uh, There you go. <laughs> well, I did say something to Missy about about maybe performing because she and Bill are terrific. Um, they've got a band, and uh-huh. um, she's quite an accomplished performer herself. So, uh, and I think she said yes. Uh, I just haven't figured it out yet. But um, so anyhow. Uh,
0: can right, Pete I'll play try. also? Pete's gonna want to play. <laughs> He's a DJ.
2: Yeah, I, I am not. Pete, what do you do you play the spoons? What do you I don't even know if
0: you, no, what you do used you do? to play the trombone or something?
1: Trombone and tuba mostly, yeah.
2: Oh really? You were trombone? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I played trombone and tuba too. Wow.
1: Isn't
2: that interesting? Yeah. We'll have to share trombone and tuba
1: Absolutely. stories.
2: Yeah. And believe you me, they, they will. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a special. You ever do oh. the uh,
2: the New York City uh, Christmas with Harvey Phillips? Where all the 2 players dressed up and
1: I don't think fans? so. There was one year I was definitely planning might on be it. Too and... young? No, no. We 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 a bunch of us <laughs> went, but I think at the last minute I couldn't go for some reason because I I have a strange memory of of almost going. I know that sounds odd, but I'm yeah. pretty sure I didn't <laughs> actually make it. It seems like you
0: would remember yeah. a bunch of two playing think so. Yeah. 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 Then again, yeah, I don't Harvey know what date it is.
2: So. In, uh, Harvey Phillips was at Indiana when I was at Indiana and um I've never I've never thought to do this at Coffee house, but we did bring him into the The I, I was working in a, a living learning community and one of the most interesting recitals, uh it was more recital less than it was copyhouse, but Harvey Phillips um, which is, he was one of the top tubas, uh, tuba players in the world. Um, and he came in and did this recital in in the lounge, in the residence hall. We must have had 60, 70 people there. People just came from all over the residence hall. And uh, that was one of the I would love to see lessons. a tuba.
0: I would love to see a tuba recital or
2: competition. Yeah. <laughs> competition. Yeah. Well, we should we should do. Well, maybe I'll have some do some of those kinds of things.
1: Um, well, Andy Rogers, the tuba yeah. teacher here, uh, has been the tubist in the Radio City Christmas Show for, I think, decades. So I mean, is that right? Yeah.
2: Oh wow! So He's we He's got will great have pictures of uh, Rockettes
1: holding his horn and elves whoa, coming whoa. out of the bell and.
2: Wow. Well, Grow up, the elves, Paul. They have elves too. <laughs> i'd love that i'd love that well i have a friend who's who was a rock cat maybe maybe we could get andy to come and over and we'll get um my friend um and we could do we could do something (laughs) well you know once we get through this year the, the COVID craziness maybe i'll expand a little bit uh yeah that could be fun i tell you i i didn't know what to expect when darley showed up um with this accordion and washboard, but, um, uh, the students loved it. Um, the students loved it. Uh, it was, it was great fun. Great fun. We, we, we've done some different things like that. Danny Mustard used to bring in, um, 10 or 15 drums and, and we just did an open kind of open mic and he'd invite people up on stage, uh, to join the drum club. And people love that too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It just, you know, the unexpected. So, all right, sorry. That was supposed to be one short story, and it ended up being a lot longer. So, <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, we'll cut it.
2: There you go. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for asking me to to do this. It, it, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Was fun it. doing it. Yeah,
0: good. yeah, thanks for your Excellent. service to the students and for coming here on at WCSU to let everybody know what's going on here at Western Connecticut State.
2: Yeah, great. Thank you. Take care.
0: Thanks. Talk to you later, Walter. Bye-bye. So, Pete, you know that the coffee house and a bunch of other stuff that's happening on campus, you can find that in the WOW, which comes uh, to every student's email box every week. And you can also find it on the website. And on the app. And on the app. Don't forget the app, please. And it lists all the stuff. And it has a new format. And you can see it as a list or as a calendar. Isn't that right? Yeah, it's actually,
1: I find it a lot more, um, a lot easier to understand. I always kind of had trouble just picking out, you know, bits and pieces. And it's, it's. I find it a lot
0: more pleasant now. So, congratulations. Thank you to the WoW people. Yes, thank you, WoW people. (laughs) And I noted when I was looking at the WoW, the bingo night's coming up again. That's always been a, Favorite of at WCSU. Yeah, we we never got our uh, our live bingo
1: episode, and we never got our Chantel winning. So we're gonna have to now.
0: We'll have to continue this uh, tradition yeah. until we have a student co-host who's who wins it. Yeah, <laughs> that should be the the main
1: what's the word qualification. Qualification. <laughs> that should be the main qualification for our new our new co-host is being able to win Pac Bingo. Right, or at least play it.
0: And yeah, we'll follow them every <laughs> week.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Uh two quick so, things. Uh the, yes? the act that Walt was trying to remember uh was Cassidy. She was the one who came on a couple of weeks ago and uh oh. I thought of it but I didn't want to interrupt.
0: Yeah, that's so. easy to remember. Yeah. Do you think Walt's in decline or something? Oh geez Louise. <laughs> Aspersions. He is not in decline. He's not <laughs> in decline. Anything else?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah, just go to coffee house this week and every week that's Thursday right. and every week. Yes, Where Under the coke. tent.
0: Yeah. So that's good for Pete Puccio. This is Paul Steinmetz. Someday we'll be back recording live in the basement of Whitehall. But for now, this is at WCSU, and we'll see you next week. At
1: WCSU is a production of WCSU Media, engineered by Peter Puccio and produced by Scott Volpe. Listen and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at WCSU Media and on the university's Facebook and Twitter pages. And feel free to reach out to us by email at podcasts at wcsu.edu. Thanks for listening.